0: Passing in his life, but some we don't see. She caught my eye, man, make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. She's spending her time in heaven.
1: Welcome back everyone to Inside the Dome. I am John Dodaro and I am joined with Carlin Jacob today. It's been too long, buddy. It has been too long. How have you been been doing?
0: Pretty good and it has been way too long, but you're in a whole different area right now, dude. It's crazy. I am, man. There's no room. There's no of your hometown bedroom behind you.
1: Yeah, I... I made the move back to college at WVU. I got a new setup and everything. That's also why it's been a while since we've recorded lately because I've been setting back up. And I know Jordan's setting up. Dan's going back to college, too. We're all kind of in a transition right now. And it's been a lot, but I got my whole setup going. You're still chilling back in PA right now. (laughs) Yeah. I miss you though, buddy. I miss It'll be you. Be See you again. But
0: yeah, um we we, we got some stuff <laughs> planned for that. But yes. We got wait. One. I
1: know. Yeah, I know we've been a bit behind from whatever I said we were going to do on Friday, but we're back at it now thanks to Aiden for the intro as always. We appreciate it, but Like I said, we are back on schedule, and we are back with more NFL content, and this is the last episode of my mini-series
0: that I started.
1: So We've done quarterbacks, we've done running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defenses, and the last ranking that I want to do, my last top 10 ranking, is the top 10 NFL teams today. This is just straightforward, almost like a power ranking of sorts. The top 10 teams, this is just based kind of on last year, but essentially how the team is now after free agency, after the draft. I mean, the teams definitely have changed. And it's just essentially who we think the top 10 teams are. I have my list. Carlin has his list. We'll go back and forth like we usually do. Neither of us know each other's lists. So it will be fun to listen to for the both of us but for sure um
0: i was gonna say this is recorded on august 16th of 2023 so obviously taking granted uh this will get posted first thing tomorrow morning but obviously anything can happen and our things are gonna fluctuate depending on injuries or what happens um and before we get started we do have another brand new mini series coming out very shortly so make sure you stay tuned until the end of the episode to hear more about that because i think we're going to be doing something great with that uh, john and i have it playing in our heads and it's, and it's going to be a good little mini series to get you pumped up for the nfl season
1: so yeah thanks not gonna lie but we'll start with our 10 pick for top nfl teams and we'll also mention some honorable mentions too so i'll let you start carlin your tenth team in honorable mentions, go for it,
0: okay, so like John said, um we're kind of doing it on last year and this year um I'm go more going towards lean going into the season this year and just how I think teams are gonna be um obviously, there are like some division winners that aren't gonna be on this list, for example, the NFC South. I don't think John or I have anyone from the NFC South on this list um but anyways. We're going to start with my top 10 real quick, going into the 2023 season and looking back. I got the Browns, the Vikings, and the Jets, as my honorable mention. I did three. Um, I really don't need to explain much on these, but yeah, those are my top three. With just the way that Rodgers is going into New York, like we have no idea how he's going to do in New York. Obviously, we saw how Green Bay worked out for him last year. And having um, a new whole new scheme for him and a whole new offense. Granted, they're turning into the Green Bay Jets. I swear everyone from Green Bay is just like, hey, let's go to New York. They have a whole new head coaching. Um, I think Nathaniel Hackett's the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator in New York now. So it's going to be interesting. Vikings, NFC North Championship last year. But those lines, man. Um, I'm gonna be honest right now. Lines did not make it in my top ten just because they're more unproven. But since they're the last year's North champions, I'm gonna put them in there. And I'm on the I'm watching quarterback on Netflix right now, and like just watching Kirk Cousins and these Vikings play just brings back so many good memories from last year until they fell short at the feet of the Giants, and then the Browns. Watson barely played half the season last year, so we have no idea how he's gonna do. We're both Steeler fans. We're both hoping he's going to stink and not be worth the money. But we honestly have no clue. Anyways, those are my honorable mentions. My number 10 spot is Miami. Miami has a very, very solid team. And what you're all are going to realize is when I go through these next couple, like from the 7th to the 10th, it's basically if this player is playing or if this position is filled, then they're going to be great. You know, like they have a chance to make a big Super Bowl run. I think that's more what I put my list towards of who has a better chance of winning this year's Super Bowl. But it all comes down to Tua. If Tua plays all these games this year, then th- Miami should be fine. Miami shouldn't make it in. I mean, granted, they're in a very, very hard division this year with the Jets. And the bills um and the patriots even though the patriots aren't really going to do much this year um but yeah having the worries about tua and since he didn't really play last season um he didn't even play in the playoffs skylar thompson did and i would put him higher but they didn't do good with skylar thompson looking at like some of these other teams that we'll get to like if their backup went down, if, sorry, if their starter went down, their backup could come in and like at least get them through the rest of the game and they'd be fine. Scott Thompson didn't do that. They barely beat the Jets and almost let the Steelers go to the playoffs last year. So Miami is a very interesting team. Like I said, all depends what happens with Tua. If Tua can play as good last year, but they have a killer offense. Granted, they just lost Jalen Ramsey for a bunch of games, and they have uh, Eli Yappel in the backfield. Sorry, Miami fans. Uh, You got Burt Toast back there. But Miami is my number 10. um, And it's all going to depend what happens with Tua. John, what you got?
1: All right. So I think we're going to have a little different list, but just based off everything you said. So honorable mentions. My first honorable mentions is actually your number 10 team, the Miami Dolphins. And the reason why they're an honorable mention is One, Jalen Ramsey is not starting the season, but I will give him credit, too. They also got Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator. I kind of forgot about that. But I also think the Dolphins kind of fizzled off a bit in the second half of the season, even with Tua starting. I know they lost to the Bills one game in the regular season, too. And Tua kind of fell off a tiny bit. And I know we're basing this list not thinking of injuries, but concussions are a different deal as well. It's more than just an an injury. And honestly, I think Tua should have one of those padded helmets on. They should really have him wear one of those. But I don't know. There's just a, there's a lot of risks with the Dolphins. If assuming everything goes well when Ramsey gets back, they could be a top 10. But there's just too many risks with them. Another honorable mention, and I feel like they're going to be very underlooked this season, is the Seattle Seahawks. And they are... One of my favorite teams, Geno Smith from WVU. One of my favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. He's got arguably one of the best wide receiver trios in the league right now. Metcalf, Lockett, and Smith, najigba As well as a great running back duo. He has a good O-line. Some young guys on it. Their defense, they upgraded it massively. With Draymond Jones on the D-line. They got Bobby Wagner back. They drafted Devin Witherspoon to go with Tariq Woolen. Jamal Adams could be back, Quandre Diggs. I think the Seahawks could be a big sleeper this year. Just because they haven't it yet, they do not make the list. But if I wanted to put personal bias, they would be in my top 10. And then the last honorable mention, it's going to be the rest of the AFC North that I do not put on this list. I think the AFC North could be the most competitive division in football this year. so. The teams that do not make the list, they are my honorable mentions. And I will say one of them is the Steelers. So, sorry. But my number 10 spot is the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. And I was contemplating this pick. I wanted to put the Steelers ahead of them. I wanted to put the Seahawks (laughs) ahead of them. But I look at them, though, the one thing that put... That made me put them at ten was just how well they've done with the injuries they've had over the years. They finished with a ten and seven record last season and they nearly beat the Bengals with a backup quarterback too. Think about it. if they didn't do that terrible QB sneak, the Ravens could have won that game. But they also got rid of their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, they replaced him with Todd Monken. I think that's how you say his name from he was previously with Georgia. He was their coordinator, so maybe that can help the offense more. But they've always just been solid. Harbaugh is a great coach in general. Lamar Jackson has a great receiving core now. And they still have studs on defense. Roquan Smith will probably be the best player on that defense. The only concern is uh, Marlon Humphrey. I think he just got an injury. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. If he's going to be out long-term, they might fall out of my top 10. But on the day we're recording this I don't know but they're good enough for my number 10 and they they will be right there so then number 9 on my list this is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars and the number 1 reason why they're even in my top 10 is because they might have the easiest division to go up against did you say they were AFC South?
0: yeah they're AFC South
1: AFC South, and in that division, they play the Texans twice, who sucks. They play the Colts twice, who they suck, and the Titans are not as good. So that's almost like four or five guaranteed wins right there. Trevor Lawrence, he's going into his third season. This tends to be the breakout season for quarterbacks. He's got ETN Tank Bigsby. He's got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and the returning Calvin Ridley to round up his receiving core. They also have a little sneaker guy, Parker Washington from Penn State. He's in their receiving core. I hope he does very well. But their defense is great. They got great players on their defense. And I just think the fact that they're going to easily win their division puts them in the top 10. But I don't know if they're going to be better than some of these other teams based off of talent, but... In last season, too, they were 9-8, and eight, which isn't fantastic. But I think they could easily be like a 10-17 and 17 win the division, but they're my number nine.
0: Okay. We're going to have a completely different list here, I have a feeling. Okay. My number nine fumbled to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence threw three picks against the Chargers, or was it four? Was it three four. or four? Four picks, in the first two quarters of the AFC Wild Card, and they lost. It's like one of the biggest comebacks in playoff history. It's not the mm-hmm. biggest, but it's one of the biggest playoffs and comeback, uh, comeback history and playoff. Um, but yeah, Chargers are number nine. The deal with the Chargers is how hard the AFC is. The AFC is such a hard division. Obviously, we know that the Chiefs are probably going to win it. Probably. I mean, Russ Cook the other day on national television (laughs) for a preseason game. Like, he was throwing dots out there. He was scrambling, you know. And that's all a complete utter joke because he did not look good at all at all against the preseason Arizona defense who Arizona is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. But the yeah, with, the, with the chargers, they have a really good squad. Part of it's their offensive coordinator. Did they fire him? I don't think
1: they did. They they did. So, Oh, they I'm did. Gonna, okay. Yeah. I'll just say it right now. They fired, I believe his name was Joel Lombardi. I think he was their coordinator. And they yeah. got Kellen Moore from the Cowboys to replace him.
0: Yeah, so obviously they have a new coordinator and stuff. Um, but there's a couple games that they lost. They lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville was a key game they lost. Um, Obviously they lost to the, what's it called, the Chiefs twice. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has yet to lose to a fellow AFC West team, which is an insane thing. He has yet to lose a game to any of them. But, I don't know. This Charger team, it's a really great team. They have Eckler. They have Herbert, obviously. They have a good wide receiver core. They have a solid defense. It's just, I don't know. Just, they haven't been able to beat Mahomes. They haven't been able to beat, like, these solid teams. And, like, obviously we're going to get into it. But, like, I think John put Jacksonville just a little bit low. Just a little bit, but obviously Jacksonville went to the playoffs last year, 9-8, and and they lost to them twice. So, I don't know. Chargers are a very interesting team. I think they're a really good team, Um, but yeah, I have them at my number 9. I don't really have much to say about the Chargers, except, yeah, that's it. I just don't think they're the great... I don't think they're a top... Eight teams in the league, but I think the number eight team, I it kills me to say this. Like, it kills me to say this. I have the Ravens at eight.
1: Generous. I know. For a Steelers, Steelers fan.
0: Very. Like, I need to make sure that, like, my sheets haven't turned purple or something. Because, like, as a Steelers fan, I should never put them this low. This high, I meant. But then again, they're just like, I don't know. It's interesting. You get Odell this year, obviously. You get Zay Flowers, Lamar's healthy, and he's back. Got Mark Andrews. You got the GOAT of Justin Tucker. That's the only player I like on today, uh, the Ravens this is Justin Tucker. Until the Steelers have him pinned, we're down by, like, we're winning by one. And then Justin Tucker kicks, like, a 67, you know, the best, <laughs> you know, like, then, then I won't like him. Um, But, yeah, the Ravens – okay, I forgot to – I was going to ask you this during your thing, but you immediately switched. Did they fire their offensive coordinator? I think they did. But
1: I the Ravens? Remember. Yes. Yeah, they fired Greg Roman, and they got Todd Monken from Georgia.
0: <laughs> and everyone in Baltimore hated Greg Roman.
1: Yes, they wanted him fired.
0: And they got their wish. Um, Lamar's an interesting player we're not fans of Lamar for reasons. But it's just going to see how he plays this year. Obviously, he's injury-prone, um, and I am taking that into consideration. But he had, like, a killer, killer season back in 2020. But that was in 2020. He has 2019 only... was Sorry. his MVP one. Yeah, 2019. 2020 2019. was still good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know what <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about this team seems off to me. Everyone's like hyping them up. Like they're going 15 and two, you know, they're going to win the North. They're going to calm down, like calm down (laughs) for a second. Odell is like way out of his prime. He's a great wide receiver, but he's way out of his prime. You have a rookie wide receiver, which Zay wasn't too, I don't know how Zay was in college. I'm assuming he wasn't too bad at all. I mean, they needed another wide receiver. You have Mark Andrews, um j k. dobbins is quote unquote ready to go. I can't tell you the last time j k. Dobbins played a snap of football
1: um he played he played last year, but he was kind of recovering still. It was weird yeah. with him
0: well, and he didn't play that good, obviously so this Ravens team's a very interesting team in my opinion. I have no idea how they're gonna turn out. I don't think they're going fifteen and two honestly. I think they could win the division, but I don't think they're the best team in the division. I'd rather take other teams over them. And their defense has always been hurt in years past. They've never had a great defense. So we'll see what happens. And also, like, just saying, if you really think this team's going 15 and 2, no. you're insane because this AFC North is just a tough division. No matter if the Steelers win. Nine games, or if Cleveland wins nine games, or if Cincinnati wins like nine games, because this whole division you can lose to anyone at any second. I remember literally as a Steelers fan watching when the Browns went 0 and 17, sitting there and (laughs) almost watching the Browns win one game of the season against our backups. Like, I get it, it's our backups, but still, like, anything can happen in this division. And if it's the most underrated, it's probably not the most underrated. It's the best division in football, and your eyes should be on it.
1: And I ran it for a while. I'm sorry, but Ravens, number eight. Oh, good. Yeah, just to wrap up, talk about the AFC North. I know we'll probably get into them later, but I do think it will be the toughest division in football. And I think, honestly, any of the four teams have a shot at winning the division, too. It could go either way just depends on how the season goes.
0: Honestly, depending on how the AFC East goes, I could see all four uh, AFC North teams making the playoffs. Potentially. Very potentially. Don't call me on it. But looking at the Steelers schedule compared to, and like, looking at the Steelers schedule, it's not that hard. And if that's how the other teams are, because we played the whole AFC South this year. Like, Every AFC North team should be every AFC South team, except maybe Jacksonville. So,
1: ideally, ideally, but so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. But moving on to my number eight, I'll keep this one a bit brief because you already mentioned them. I have the Los Angeles Chargers as my number eight. I like them a little bit more than you. You have them at nine, I have them at eight. I think they should have beaten Jacksonville. I think they're more talented. I just think they choked and. I don't know if that would happen again now. But on paper, though, this team is very good. Justin Herbert, I am my quarterback episode. I put him as my number five quarterback in the league. So I have very high praise for him. Eckler is still Eckler. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and now and Johnston, too, who they drafted in the first round. Great wide receiver core with some good depth as well. They have a great offensive line. They should be getting Rashawn Slater back, who was their top tackle two seasons ago before he got injured. Their defense on paper is also very good. You got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack rushing the quarterback. You got Eric Kendricks now as one of the top linebackers in the middle, along with Kenneth Murray. Cornerbacks, if J.C. Jackson can return to form. He was out last year with an injury. If he can return to form, that would be big for them. And they got Sante Samuel Jr., who I think had like two of the picks on Trevor Lawrence that game. But they have Derwin James as well. So on paper, this is a very good team. It sucks that they're in the same division as Mahomes, but I think they should be able to beat out the Ravens and Broncos. Not the Ravens, Raiders and Broncos. But last season, too, they had a 10-7 and record. In that division. So it was also very good. I think they could have a similar record. And I see them as a playoff team. And we mentioned them getting a new offensive coordinator as well. Kellen Moore was good with Dallas. I don't know why they even fired him. I think they just used him as a scapegoat. But I think he'll help out Justin Herbert more. And I like them a lot. They're my number eight. So then moving on to my number seven. And this was actually one of your honorable mentions. And I didn't want to say too much back then. I have the New York Jets at number seven. I am a little bit more generous with them. But Aaron Rodgers, you got to remember, two, three years ago, he was MVP twice, back to back. And he only regressed a bit because I think the whole Packers team regressed. He lost his best weapon. But just recently, they signed Dalvin Cook, too. So they easily have the best running back room with Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Zonovan Knight, and Israel Abanaconda from Pitt. I believe that's how you say his name. That's a great running back core, and I think that can win a lot of games. They have Garrett Wilson, who's very good. Alan Lazard, Corey Davis, Nicole Hardman, good receiving core. Just overall, Rodgers has a very good offense, and their defense is also very good. I'm going to check right now where I ranked them in my uh, defense list. I I had the Jets' defense ranked number four in our defense episode. So I gave them a lot of praise. I think they have a very good defense on paper. I mean, then again, I am giving them a lot of credit for this team not being fully together. But their defense last year was very good. They were even able to beat the Bills at one point. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed as their corners. They have a good pass rush with Quinn and Williams. So I really like this Jets team. I think they'll do better with than the Broncos did last year because they're kind of being compared to the Broncos. The last thing that you kind of mentioned was their coaching. Nathaniel Hackett sucked last season as a head coach, but... I'll give him some credit because he was also the coordinator when Rodgers was MVP twice in Green Bay. So I'll give him some credit, and I won't knock him too much there. But some rankings have the Jets higher. I can't go that higher. But I do think, on paper, this is the seventh best team in the league. Will they produce as the seventh best team in the league? I don't know. But on paper, they're my number seven. So who do you got? Also, um, before I say my number
0: seven, I got some of these from Pro Fantasy Football. I think you got some from there too as well. Um, I might have Pro Fantasy Football. <laughs> who the heck did your rankings? Like, <laughs> like all, like all <laughs> honesty, because like none of them make sense to me at all. <laughs> Um, who they have the Jets? I will tell you the six.
1: Six? No, that's not terrible. You
0: know who they have behind them? Who? The Cowboys.
1: Interesting.
0: They also have the Chargers behind them, the Browns behind them, and the Ravens behind them.
1: Oh, so what we'll am see. I saying? One well, last thing with the Jets, I've been saying records from last season. The Jets had a 7-10 and record last season, so we'll see how much better they do.
0: All right, my number seven. You already said them, um, but I think you put them way too low. I'll have them Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville last year was a very fun team to watch. And I am a huge Jacksonville fan. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a Jacksonville fan and I'm a Niners fan because of Brock Purdy. I love Brock Purdy. You love Brock Purdy. <laughs> For no reason. Like, kind of like how you love Gino, I love Brock Purdy. Anyways, this Jags team, they played the Chargers, they won. They played the Cowboys, they won. They played the Ravens, they won. They played so many key games last year and clutched up so many times. Granted, in the playoffs, I think the Chargers played better football until they fumbled, obviously. Um, Trevor Lawrence was not on his A game. But then going back into my mind, visiting that AFC Divisional game against Mahomes, they should have been able to want it, win it. That fumble costed them. I'm sure there were other key plays. And granted, you can't say, like, oh, a fumble. Like, that fumble, like, lost them the whole season. No. I'm sure there were other plays that game that, like – Pass should have been caught and it could have changed a whole different outcome of a game. Like, I hate when people say, Oh, like, the refs blew that game on this call. Like, yes, they blew the game on the call, but like, think about to the time you know, this person threw the interception. Whose fault's that? Is that really the refs' fault? Like, anyways, I digress. The Jags had a really great season last year. They're gonna win the South this year and they could honestly win the second seed. I don't think they're gonna win the first. But they could win the second seed just because of how easy of a division they have to play. They could honestly go 6-0 against all their teams in their division um, and see how it goes. And they had a killer season last year. It didn't end the way that they wanted it to. And Doug Peterson as a head coach has been really good for them. Has been really, really good for them. So we'll see what happens this year with the Chargers. Lawrence goes in his third year. Um, They have ETN. They got... Uh who's their Evan Chargers on accident? Oh yeah, that's my bad. Jags. Uh they got ETN. They have who did they just sign? Redley, Calvin Redley, Evan Engram. Um I can't think of the other killer wide receiver is. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Christian Kirk, did you say him? No, I did not say Christian Kirk. Him. They have a good defense. Really good defense. So we'll see what happens down in Duval. Love me some Duval. That's my number seven. My number six is the Niners. Now, hold on. Niners at six. I have to explain this because this is insane. Okay. I love the Niners. However, what's my issue with the Niners is the quarterback situation, it's not their team. They have a great offense and a great defense but let's think of this way this way i love brock purdy john knows i love brock purdy however we've realized that their quarterback's more of a system quarterback they had jimmy g for a couple of years and jimmy g didn't really do anything jimmy g threw the ball and that's what he was intended to do and as much <laughs> as much as i love brock purdy that's all he did last year Granted, he came in towards the end of the season, had to go to the playoffs by himself off of nothing. Not even getting, like, loose cannon or anything, like, letting him do his thing. Then, you obviously got Trey Lance, who you spent so many picks on to drafts, and he's only played, like, three games in the NFL. And then, obviously, you have Sam Darnold. But, this Niners team is a killer team. They will win the West, no matter what. It's just, it's hard for them to go in the top five because they don't have a solid quarterback. Granted, I, like, who knows? Brock Party could be the future. Trey Lance could be the future. But I don't think the Niners were expecting it to take three years after Trey Lance was drafted to be like, oh yeah, like, you know, this is our future. Like, we know Trey Lance is our future. They don't know. And obviously, you're gonna start maybe pretty like three games to be like, oh, he stinks. Then you put Lance in. Oh, Lance is having like it's gonna kinda be like a goalie in my opinion in hockey during like playoffs. In 2017 because it's the thing I can think of. The Pens, for example, we had Murray and Murray and Flurry. And they put Murray in for a couple games, and then when Murray started stinking, they took Murray out and put Flurry in for a couple games, and it just cut back and forth, and I have a feeling that's what's going to happen in San Fran, but San Fran just has a killer offense and a killer defense that they should be playing well. It's just they need a quarterback, and if Purdy's the franchise quarterback, good, but we haven't seen much of Purdy. They didn't let him do a lot last year, so we don't know Purdy's full talent. Same thing with Lance. They're basically like a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl and competing with the top NFC teams because they don't have a quarterback that we know of who's going to stick. That's why they're at six. Not saying they're a bad team, it's the quarterback.
1: That's the only reason. Yeah, one, I have my whole stuff with the 49ers, my thoughts on the quarterback position later, but. I will say one thing funny. I saw one comment where they were like, let's just pretend that they traded up for Brock Purdy and then drafted Trey Lance as mystery relevant." Relevant, Let's just pretend that was the situation and move on. But I'll have my thoughts on that later. But my number six, and I can't believe I'm putting them at six. I hate this team with a passion for the most part, but Dallas is my number six. And I really like this team. My only concern with this team is Dak Prescott. I thought after last season, how the playoffs went, I I really question if Dak Prescott should be their franchise quarterback moving forward because I don't think Dak can get the job done. I just think after these past seasons, the Cowboys choking, I don't think Dak Prescott is the quarterback that will get them to the championship. I think they should move on from him, but they won't. So that's the one reason why they're at six, because when you look at the rest of this team, they're top five or better. But because of Dak Prescott, I don't believe in him one bit. I think he's a decent starter in the regular season, and I don't think he'll get it done when it matters. But the rest of the team, (sighs) Tony Pollard, one of the better running backs in the league. They got Malik Davis backing him up. As well as Deuce Vaughn, five foot five. I love that guy. He's so fun to watch. I hopefully he gets he, some starting time. He was lining it up the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I I love him. But CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup is an excellent trio right there. Brandon Cooks is severely underrated. Jake Ferguson is their starting tight end. I've heard some good things about him. He was the backup last year, so hopefully he can deliver. And they finally got Zach Martin back on the offensive line. Their right guard, so hopefully, hopefully he can do well for them. He should do well, but their defense as well. Where did I rank them in my defense list? I ranked the Cowboys number three for defense in the last video, or not last video, last episode. Uh, the Cowboys defense as my third best defense in the league. Micah Parsons is probably top three edge rusher in the league. Aside from T.J. Watt and Nick Bosa. But he's also from Penn State, so got to support him. He's just very good. Trayvon Diggs is very good, in my opinion. Stephon Gilmore is a great addition. They have an incredible defense. They have a very good offense. But the thing holding them back is Dak Prescott. I don't believe in him one bit. He's not going to get it done. He's not going to come clutch when it matters. So that's why I've just given up on him after last season. So... They're my number six for that reason alone. Number five, actually, real quick, Cowboys' record last season was 12 and five. That was their record. So, going to number five now, my top five, I got the Buffalo Bills at number five. They had a 13 and three record. Actually, yeah, they did have a 13 and three record. I was wondering, that's not 17 games, but they didn't play a game because of the DeMar Hamlin incident. But, Very good team on paper. Josh Allen is the third-best quarterback in the league. If you go back to the quarterback episode, that's where I put him. I think their running back group is still good, even with the loss of Devin Singletary. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis is a great duo to have. Hopefully Gabe Davis can have a better season. And I do like some of their younger guys too. Khalil Shakir, their other wide receiver, I like him. They got Dalton Kincaid as a rookie tight end. I think he's going to be a great addition for them. Maybe they can get a Travis Kelsey-like tight end from Don Kincaid. Maybe he can produce on that level. They have a good O-line. Their defense is still very good. I'm going to assume Von Miller is playing. And with that thought in mind, that's why I like their defense. They have the best safety duo in the league with Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, Jadavious White, Kyair Elam. Matt Milano as one of their linebackers. They did lose Tremaine Edmonds. That could hurt them, but it's yet to be seen. But you also have to remember this Bills team was dominant at the start of last season. They were just dominant. They beat the Chiefs. Josh Allen was looking like an MVP. Josh Allen kind of had an arm injury midway through the season. I wonder if that hurt him a bit in general. That's kind of when they started to lose some games too. But if Josh Allen can get back to form like an MVP player, this Bills team, they could beat the Chiefs. They could beat any team they want. But with some questions on defense and maybe their offense not looking as stellar as some other teams, they are my number five. So who do you got for your top five? All right,
0: number five. How about them boys? Cowboys, okay. Okay. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I don't think Dak Prescott's the answer, and I think the Cowboys' organizations finally realizing that he is not the answer. Um, And honestly, like, you have so much this year with the Cowboys that, like, let's say Brock Purdy goes out there and lights it up. Niners might want to get rid of Trey Lance. You know? Trey Mm -hmm. Lance isn't going to want to sit back there. Or vice versa, you know? I'm not saying that, like, Brock Purdy like, would do good in uh, Dallas or, you know, uh, Trey Lance does good in Dallas. I don't know when's the last time a quarterback that was, like, traded before the trade deadline, like, that happened. But I will say that, um yeah, they just have a really good offense. They have really good offense. They have solid weapons, and they have a really, really good defense. I agree with you, John. They are a top three defense in the league. Um as I was not part of that episode, but they are a spectacular team. Dak's just not the answer. Dak's not going to get them far. And for everyone who said, oh, this year's our year, it hasn't been your year in 30 years. So, yeah. Just, just, just now Just now Cowboys, number five. You talked a lot about them, so I don't really think I need to mention anything more from them. Number four... I got the Bengals. I think really? the Bengals are better than the th- my number three team. I really do. But the reason I have the Bengals where the Bengals are is because of Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow is injured. We don't know how long Joe Burrow is out. There is – I think Jamar Chase told him – it's been reported that Jamar Chase said take to, like, midseason or something like that. Like, don't hurt yourself. Um – don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. But they have a really good offense. Um, their defense hasn't been too bad. They've obviously been able to shut down Mahomes multiple times. Uh, Burrows 3-1 against Mahomes, which, yeah, is great. But also, I don't think people realize that's also majority of the Bengals' defense being able to stop Mahomes and keep plays, you know? um, Yeah. This Bengals team this Bengals team's a really solid team, but having their backup throw to these like star wide receivers and stuff, I, I just can't see them. I mean, obviously, they'll most likely win the North, in my opinion, but it depends. They lose a couple key games. They might not. They are a solid team. They went, I can't tell you off the top of my head. I want to say they went 12-4 and last year.
1: Um... I can confirm that for you. They went twelve and four.
0: Okay, so yeah, they went twelve and four. They didn't do too bad compared to ten and seven. And this team has made the Super Bowl recently. I mean, this year would probably have to be their year before they would have to start paying everyone. So we'll see what happens. Um, great team, Who Day Country. We'll see what you do this year. And also, um, I don't know where you have the Bengals, but. We're going to – I'm I'm sure uh, – here's the thing, right? My number three team is going to be someone you're going to expect, and I think – I'm not going to give it away right now. But there were key games last year that, like, could have said that they could be better than this year. Like, I don't know. We'll talk about more. But, yeah, <laughs> Bengals are my number four. I'm sorry. John's lagging on my screen. So he's like turning to the side and like stretching in like super slow motion. And that's why I'm getting so distracted. Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, That's funny. But actually, for once in this list, you and I have the same pick. I have the Bengals at number four as well. So... I think Joe Burrow might be able to start this season. I know Jamar Chase said what he said, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Joe Burrow might be able to start. But I really do like this Bengals team. I think they will win the division. Uh, In our defense video, I had the Bengals defense ranked seven. The seventh best defense in the league, primarily because of their defensive coordinator. I thought he was very good. And they have a lot of studs. I won't break it down too much. You can go listen to the other episode if you want to break down on their defense. But Joe Burrow, he's the second-best quarterback in the league right now, in my opinion. Very good. Joe Mixon's a very good running back. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd is the best trio in the league for now. We'll see if the Seahawks can beat him. But tight end, they have Irv Smith Jr., Maybe he can do well. He's shown flashes in the past. They got Orlando Brown as their new starting left tackle. And I think he's a little bit overrated, but he did come through in the Super Bowl, and that's when it mattered most. Uh, Joe Burrow got a franchise left tackle there. And he's got, on paper, he's got a better O-line than before. So we'll see how it goes. But I like them. They're in a very competitive division. But... The Bengals have beaten Mahomes in the past. They nearly beat him again. They'll be easily able to compete with the top AFC teams. They beat the Bills pretty easily in the playoffs last season. They had a 12-4 and record. They will be one of the teams to beat in the AFC. So they are my number four. And then moving on to my number three. You already said them. You said them a while back. A little while back. Not too long ago. The San Francisco 49ers. Are my number three team. And I'm not going to talk too much about the whole team because I want to give my thoughts on the quarterback position. And I will agree with you. If you do think that they're going to be worse because of their quarterback position, I completely agree in a way. I just think their team around can make up for that. I mean, God, you have Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell as your running backs. Debo, Ayuk, Jennings as your trio. George Kittle one of the better O-lines in the league. I ranked them as my best defense in the league in the defense episode. I think they do have the best defense. Maybe not on paper if you just look at players, but they've always come through with great defenses, and they have Nick Bosa. Now, I think the quarterback position alone might be the reason they're not two or one because I have a lot of thoughts about the quarterback position. I think Trey Lance, over the past two years, has just gone screwed. I think it is all Kyle Shanahan's fault, and he's not really taking accountability for it. First off, when you look at Trey Lance, his rookie season, he essentially backed up Jimmy G. He didn't play a lot. He only played like two games, maybe. And Shanahan was running him in the ground. He had like 16 carries one game. Or 16 runs, I should say. Year two... He's primed to be the starter. He's primed to be the franchise quarterback year two. He looks good in the preseason as well. People tend to forget about that. Week one, he plays in a monsoon against the Bears. No wonder he's going to suck. Week two, Shanahan runs him like crazy again, and he gets injured, breaks his leg. And now people are just ready to move on from him. I honestly feel bad for him. He hasn't gone enough reps for people to say he's a bust. I compliment everything Purdy's done, but in my opinion, they're just using the logic how Purdy has essentially the QB1 job locked. He's done nothing to earn the QB1 job, aside from playing well last season. He's never had to win a competition against other quarterbacks for the number one spot. He's essentially been handed it. He never had a battle against Trey Lance or any of these other guys. They're just going off of last season. And Purdy, too, He's coming off of an arm injury. So you don't even know if he's going to be the same quarterback after that. But Shanahan's giving him the QB1 spot. He's just handing it to him on a silver platter. Trey Lance isn't even getting a shot against Purdy. There's no competition. It's just between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. And if I'm Trey Lance, I would want out. I would just be like... You're not making me the franchise quarterback. You're not giving me a chance. I want a new chance somewhere else. And in my opinion, Trey Lance will never be the franchise quarterback for the 49ers ever. I just don't think he will. In my opinion, they should trade Lance because I think he's just going to be a distraction on the bench too. I just don't think anything good will come out of it. If Purdy starts struggling, people are going to want Lance. I think that can mess with Purdy's head a bit. So if you love Purdy so much... Just let him be the top guy and trade trade Lance. I think that's the reason why they're number three for me and not two or one. It's because they have a big quarterback question and I kind of hate how Shanahan has done it and Shanahan doesn't get enough blame for everything that's happened. So, Niners are my number three. I, I, w- I want to talk about this for a second because I agree with you. Uh, Shanahan's
0: a lot to blame on this and also um, sorry, my mic's for barking. With Shanahan has a lot to blame on this, but also, you're right. Purdy basically didn't have to fight for his job. Purdy was just basically given it, and everyone's like, oh, he's a QB1, which he is, and he's going to get a really tough tell against the Steelers week one. We have a really good defense. I don't know if you put the Steelers' defense in your top ten.
1: They – ooh, let me check,
0: actually. They're more they like – they were my eight. Sure. I like them sure. a lot. I do too. They're more like an eight, nine, ten honorable mention. Um, but they have a really solid team and having TJ in that backfield. Purdy is gonna have a really tough go against. And he had a really tough against the Cowboys. Obviously, Cowboys are number three. But granted, he only like played so much and they didn't let him do everything. This year they might let him do more. With Trey Lance, he's getting more screwed out of everything. He hasn't really done much. He played no monsoon. But also, from the videos we've seen, first off, the first preseason game, he looks horrible. And people are like, well, yeah. he didn't play with the first stringers. No, he didn't. But also, he threw the ball right to a Las Vegas Raider. Like, right it to... Was also,
1: it was also his think... first game back in yeah, a year. It too. is.
0: And you look at his like preseason highlights... Like but not preseason training camp. He hasn't looked good. I'm not saying that Purdy's the answer. I'm but I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, my number three. I try to hide it. I kind of failed because I mumbled. I got the Bills. Um we talked a lot about this. Obviously, the Bills lost to the Bengals in the playoffs. And with the DeMars and Hamlin situation. We never wouldn't have known how that pre uh not pre-season season. Oh my gosh. It's been a long day. How that regular season game was gonna go. The final Monday night game. We have no idea because they never played it. Obviously the Bengals looked a little bit more dominant for the little bit we did see them play football. Um however, it all depends on Burrow's injury. Um obviously you got Naeem Himes, Dawson Knox, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Josh Allen, you got a good defense with Vaughn Miller. Um, they have a really good team, and Buffalo is not a team to be messed with. Um, the only other thing I could think of that's that I have an issue with the Bills is they have a defensive mind head coach. It's the same thing with Steelers. I love defensive mind head coaches. It's something you need, but also you need someone to push the offense. Steelers haven't really had that. Bills have, but they've fallen short so many times. Granted, there's been Mahomes hat magic, so you can't really blame, like, the 13 seconds. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you know, um, getting screwed over a coin flip. There's so many issues. But this team went 13-3, and like John said. They lost to Miami. They lost to New York. And I can't think who else they lost to. They lost to another team. The Vikings. Vikings, yes. And all three of those games were super close. We'll see. Buffalo's a very interesting team. They're going to win their division for sure. They might have a hard time winning their division just because of how tough their division is. But don't count the bills out. And When it comes to going up to uh, good old New York in January this year, it's going to be a hard one. It's going to be a hard one. And I think if they meet against the Bengals again, they're going to realize that... uh, Last year uh, was a fluke, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's the Bills' years. I, actually, I don't know. Buffalo's got a very interesting team, so we'll see what happens.
1: Bills, my number three. My number Kirk, two. Uh, Ooh. Um, I just wanted to clarify something. Did you say Naheem Hines when you were mentioning players? Maybe. He's oh, out for the year. Oh, shoot.
0: Yeah, he is. He a, He's a running back.
1: He had an, off the field injury unfortunate for him who's a uh, running back I just wanted to clarify that it's uh James Cook is their top guy and they oh, also yes. have B- B- Ian Harris yes dalvin versus james i forgot about that
0: we'll see <laughs> all right number 2 oh boy i have a feeling we have a chance to have another one matched up together but i also have a feeling we don't but I think the way we talked before this, I think it's going to be the same. Of the Chiefs at number two. Um, I can't see your facial reaction because you're still doing the slow motion thing on my side of the screen.
1: I'm hiding it on purpose.
0: <laughs> I can't even see it. Um, Here's the thing with the Chiefs, right? Back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Uh, not back-to-back. Two-time Super Bowl champions. Just fresh off of winning. They have a good... Duo with Mahomes and Kelsey. That's it. That's their whole offense. It's like, obviously, Mahomes is a really high-paid player, but also, like, they don't really have any other weapons that I could think of that they've got. Um, They had the Legion of Zoom a couple years ago, but obviously, they proved that they don't need it. Now, who knows? Obviously, they're coming off a win. The AFC got a lot harder per usual but I still think they will have a really 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 good chance of going back to the Super Bowl Um, and honestly any of these teams I mentioned besides no any of these AFC teams I mentioned could honestly go to the Super Bowl this year they really could I, like it's not like crystal clear who I think will go but out of the best in the AFC I think it's going to be the Chiefs to be honest as much as that pains to say I don't think they're going to win it I really don't think they're going to win it. They have an interesting team. Mahomes, obviously, he carries. Um, and I'm sure the first primetime game we get with Mahomes on that Thursday, they're going to be say, if you remember last year and that ankle injury, the first thing they're going to say. But I have a feeling you're about to talk to him, so I'll let you do the dot roster depth and stuff. Chiefs, my number two.
1: Well... You're good at predicting, because the Chiefs are also my number two. And real quick, I'm going to talk down on them a little bit, because I think there's a lot of reasons as to why they shouldn't be in the top two. One, when you look at their offense, even their wide receiver core, they might have one of the worst wide receiver cores in the league, just looking at it on paper. I mean, Kadarius Tony. I don't want to mention injury prone, but he hasn't fully proved himself to stay healthy a whole season. But if he is healthy, he could be a wide receiver one. But the Marquez Valdez, Scandling. Sky Moore, he's very unproven. Rasheed Rice was just drafted. Richie James was good for the Giants, but I'm not sure how that will contribute. And their O-line, they lost Orlando Brown, replaced him with Donovan Smith, who had like the most holding penalties in the league last year with the Bucks. So that's not a great replacement. They've yet to sign Chris Jones to an extension. He's been holding out. So if he doesn't even start the season, I think the Chiefs would easily drop on my list if Chris Jones is not starting. And then if you look at that one preseason game against the Saints that just happened, the Chiefs started, the major- I believe, their whole starting defense to the most they could do. And they got killed by the Saints' starting offense. So I know it's preseason, but that was also just a bad look. But enough bashing them. Those are kind of the concerns with the Chiefs. But you can never doubt Patrick Mahomes. I think a lot of people were doubting the Chiefs last season when they lost players. But they just proved everybody wrong. They had a 14-3 and record. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He's been the best quarterback in the league since 2018 and through that MVP season. He still has Travis Kelsey. And even after watching the quarterback show, it just proved how crucial Travis Kelsey was as a weapon to Patrick Mahomes. So he still has Travis Kelsey. I think he can make stuff work with the receivers he has. He's got Isaiah Pacheco and Jerick McKinnon as his running backs. So I think Mahomes will find a way. But to be honest, I don't th- I don't see the Chiefs winning this year. I don't. I just... I do think their depth might hurt them in the long run, but I think out of respect for last season, they just won the Super Bowl, and the fact that Mahomes can make it work with what he's got, and the defense usually is able to find a way to come up clutch, usually. They didn't do very well against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but Mahomes found a way. So I think Mahomes will continue to find a way. He's very clutch. So out of respect for last season, and out of respect for Mahomes, Chiefs are my number two.
0: I think Which leads also, us – Wait, wait. I have, I have something yeah, you to say real go. real quick.
1: Yeah, two more things yeah. about, I want
0: to say about these Chiefs. The only way the Chiefs obviously have a chance of not making the playoffs this year or
1: going oh, – making the playoffs.
0: Uh, go, making the playoffs or making a playoff run is with Mahomes getting injured week one. There's like Mahomes is the whole team. Like, I don't think having any good wide receivers, like, matters to him. Obviously, he had Juju Smith Schuster. He had TikTok Boy last year. Like, I don't know. It's going to be very hard for them not to be good. Um, And the only other thing is if the only way I can see him missing out on the Super Bowl or making a deep playoff run is if they don't have home field advantage or get the number one uh, slot in uh, the playoffs because you know honestly they could like go in arrowheads hard it's very very hard
1: so we'll yeah. see and you could also you could also say too the Demar Hamlin incident also gifted the Chiefs home field last season because the Bills were i think the Bills were competing for that one seed and they missed out on a game because of the Demar Hamlin incident so In a way, the Bills kind of got screwed of home field. And they even beat the Chiefs as well. So the the DeMar Hamlin incident kind of granted the Chiefs home field.
0: The Bills would have played the Jags,
1: right? Yeah, Yeah, well, the Bills would have had a first-week bye, but they won anyway in the first playoff week. Yeah, they would have played the Jags in the second round instead of playing the Bengals. And Burrow would have been heading over to uh, Arrowhead. Arrowhead, yeah. yeah. So that mar Hamlin incident actually favored the Chiefs heavily. Yeah. So they were kind of lucky. All
0: right, number but one.
1: I uh, number I have one. the uh, Houston Texans. Okay. Do <laughs> you want to say your number one first?
0: I you feel like we have your stuff first. I I think we have the same number. One. Yeah, we do. I'll okay, let you so, go first. So. We have the defending non Super Bowl champions, the Eagles. The Eagles had something really special last year. They really, really did. Um, they have a great offensive line. They have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard. Um, they obviously have Jalen Hurts, but they have a really, really good defense. The only issue I have with their defense is it's all young. It's all young guys. They literally drafted every guy from Georgia, I think. Like the Georgia, they were calling they them did. the Philadelphia Bulldogs or something like that. Like Yeah. So they have a lot of them and we're going to see the Super Bowl match. I think it's this New Year's Eve, I believe. We see it. Um and we'll see how they do against the Chiefs again. I think it's an arrowhead, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, having this Eagles team, they're a great team. Honestly, they're not my favorite to win the Super Bowl because we're from the other side of the state. But I think out of all these NFC teams I listed, they probably will win it. Um, Granted, we have no idea how the NFC championship game would have gone just because the Niners had no quarterback and they did a horrible job with the quarterback situation. They should have put someone else besides back in to try to win them the game. Um, but Philadelphia blew up their defense. Um, they had a great, great game in the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, Mahomes realized halfway through how to win against them. He literally was like, I'll have to do his throat here and I pick him apart. And he literally like you watch if you go back and watch that footage from the Super Bowl, you just see Mahomes knows exactly what he's doing to pick him apart. Because they blew it and was obviously clear every single time what they were doing to him. I think that's why they got so many more players to stop that on defense because they have a really good offense. It just was the defense last year that screwed them over. I think you're going to dive more into the Eagles. I'll let you talk because I'm sure you have more information to give than I do.
1: Yeah, so I'm not going to go too much in their defense for the Eagles because I said a lot about them in the defense episode. I ranked them number two. I think on paper, I think on paper in general with this team, they have the best team in the league. I mean, their defense, they did lose some guys like Hargrave, but, I mean, God, their defensive line depth is scary who they have. I'm not going to go too big in it, but they have key players on defense. Jalen Hurts is the fourth best quarterback in the league. He's got Swift, Penny, Gainwell as his running backs, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, second-best duo in the league. The best O-line in the league, too. But I say I would say my one knack on them last season was that playoff game against the Niners. I think they kind of got away easy from the Niners. Nobody really knows who would have won that game if Purdy played the whole game but that's one knack on them. And the other knack on them last season was Jonathan Gannon, their defensive coordinator. Eagles fans hated them, hated him, and they were very happy to see him go. And he's also one of the reasons why the Cardinals are going to be the one of the worst teams in the league. But Eagles had a 14-3 record last season. There are only two of their losses, two of their three losses were when Gardner Minshew was the quarterback That was against the Cowboys and Saints. So Jalen Hurts only lost one game in the regular season, and that was against the Commanders. And that was honestly just a lot of small things did not go the Eagles' way. I think, like, somebody fumbled a ball twice. Dallas Goddard kind of got... He fumbled after somebody hit him in the head. Referee's didn't call it. So they kind of got screwed a bit in that game. But Jalen Hurts only lost one regular season game last year. So... I said last season the Eagles had the best team on paper. I think this season they also have the best team on paper. They'll win the NFC probably. They're my favorite. Niners are my other favorite, but their quarterback situation is a mess. So we'll see how that goes, but to keep it simple, we're over an hour already. Eagles are my number 1. So, there you have it. Overall, we had 3 correct. We had 3 teams in the same ranking. Yep. We had the Bengals at four, the chiefs at two and the Eagles at one. Everything else was different yep, in multiple ways, but final thoughts on the top 10 teams before I wrap it up. Um, no, not really.
0: Uh, it's going to be a very interesting season to say the least. I have, I, I, I obviously have my thing I want to say about, uh, the next mini series, but it, top 10 wise
1: yeah no, I'll, not I'll really let, yeah I'll let you actually you could say right now about the next mini series that we'll All be right. doing so before John gives his thoughts I'll obviously talk um
0: our next mini series not this week of August 16th not the following week but the first week when football comes back I'm pretty sure it's starting that Saturday we need Saturday Sunday Monday. Tuesday that's four and then five yeah so starting August 26th through August 30th right yes I'm no hold on I'm doing math in my head oh my gosh I am so 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 sorry football begins the seventh right the first game of the season September 7th I'm pretty sure so The September 2nd, September 3rd, September 4th, September 5th, and September 6th, we're going to have a five-mini-part series coming out, and we're going to go through each division in football, the North, the South, the East, the West. We're going to combine the AFC and the NFC together, and we're basically going to go through and we're going to break down what the ranking's going to be. We're going to say who's going to win the division and who's going to lose the division, what we think their record's going to be, their record against their division's going to be and if they're going to make the playoffs obviously if you can do math you can realize that should only be four episodes the fifth episode will be the playoffs the playoffs and who we think is going to win the super bowl leading into the nfl kickoff that thursday and it's going to be a five mini part series john and i are going to literally do our research and just go through everyone's schedules and just see how it's going to go who's going to win it And obviously by then we'll preseason will wrap up and we'll see who's going to be claimed starters and stuff. So make sure you look out for that. That will be five days prior to the uh, first game of the season. I believe it's the 7th of September, but yeah, that's our next mini series. We're going to take a little break from it, but yeah, that's our next mini series.
1: Yeah. So stay tuned definitely for that. Thank you. For everyone who's listened to this past mini series that we've done, doing top 10 rankings of certain positions and then concluding with the top 10 teams. So, if you've yet to listen to some of the previous episodes, definitely go back and listen to them. Jordan was a part of some, Carlin was a part of some. So, they're all great listens, in my opinion. They were all fun and there were some nice rankings. But thank you all for listening to them. Our next episode. Should be dropping right before the Steelers preseason game. We're going to do another Steelers preview, yes, I believe. Sir. I think that's next in line. I know back on Friday I mentioned Motivational Monday. Uh, we couldn't do it this past Monday. We might try to get it in for this upcoming Monday. If we don't, then we're sorry. but uh, We've just been busy, so we'll see. But... Stay tuned for all that. No dates that we say to are confirmed set in stone. We'll move them around if we have to. I'm in college now. Other people are in college too. But definitely stay tuned for everything we got coming out. Football season is down the road. A few weeks away. We got a lot of football content coming out. I would say when the season starts, every Wednesday will be our big-time episode recapping each week. So... Definitely stay tuned for that. This could be the top podcast to listen to for NFL content, other sports content, whether it's college, football, other sports yeah. too. So college if
0: starts you have now. not
1: hop- yeah, if you have not hopped on the train yet, hop on it. Tell your friends, tell your family. This is gonna be the top podcast to listen to. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter slash X, TikTok. I know Carlin's gonna be posting soon. Maybe some music tiktoks as well just to honor some of our new music friday episodes in the past but make sure to follow all of those you can find all of that in the link in bio as well as all of the podcast platforms that we're on if you can't click the link in bio go to our podcast website and click the link in bio there but other than that it's carlin jacob i'm john dodaro we are now back from our little hiatus so have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome. Yeah.